we are back. That's official. Officially back. back. One month, three weeks, something like that. It's been, it's been I looked it up. Uh, October 23rd was our last one. And it's November 20th we're yeah. recording this. You know? That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Welcome We've back. We've been living, bro. We've been, We've been. <laughs> I was like, at least one person here has been outside. Yeah, that's uh, true. It hasn't been me. That's true. It absolutely has not been me. So yeah. I'm going to start things off by saying, what's going on with you, bro? Episode 28, we back. I was in Jamaica for a couple weeks having uh, one of the best trips I've ever had for a few reasons I was telling you. It's just like a very wholesome, like, family trip. Dope. You know, so... Um, other trips, you know, sometimes you're hitting clubs, you're doing this, you're doing that, yeah. you're meeting new people. For me, this was like connecting with my dad, connecting with my sister, being, you know, with my aunts and uncles and meeting cousins and stuff like that. And um, I haven't been in Jamaica in 10 years, Wow, which is like out of everyone in the family, I'm a little overdue, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. so. Um, Think it, about the last time you were there like 10 years ago. Like, I was graduating you know, high school. Yeah. <laughs> It was just crazy. <laughs> like, there's people there who probably hadn't, like, last time they saw you, you were yeah. probably, like, basically No beard, a kid. skinny kid, yeah. messed up teeth, all of that, you sure. know, and now I come through, it's like, oh, this is Dakari? What the hell, you know? Um, so that was just kind of good to be in that environment, and my dad has lived there for the last five, uh, like, eight years or something like that, okay. so stayed with him, got some time on a resort as well to just kind of chill and get that all-inclusive, you know? Yes, sir. Um, so yeah, just a, a good vibe all around, uh, good times, you know, times on the beach, times just like, I think my favorite time was just like being on the, the porch, Yeah. my dad's porch, 2 a.m., just having conversations, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you can't put a value on that. No, definitely. That's going to be like a core memory when I'm older of just like, yo, I had that time, you yeah. know what I mean? I find that like when you're getting a little bit, when you get older, yeah, yeah, you have less time to actually kind of have meaningful connections Straight and conversations up. with your family, especially if they live so far away, right? Yeah, like you know, yeah. this is not a comparable situation at all. Yeah, but, like yeah. my family lives in Ottawa, so maybe like five hours away from here. Yeah, and I found that like when I moved away, I didn't, and then when I go back, then I have like conversation with my parents or. And I call, talk to my mom and my you dad, my it, brother. Like you appreciate it a lot more. In fact, like my brother and I have like a, uh, an even way better relationship now that we've been like living apart yeah, for so yeah, long. Yeah. I um, so I'm sure that like your situation, yeah, going back down there, spending time with your dad is probably very like you know fulfilling, great experience, yeah. fulfilling experience. Yeah. That, like you know, like you said, it's very hard to recreate. 100% and it reminds me like keep the family close like I, I can't make it be, be another 10 years like, yeah yeah I was like yo I'll be here next year and I want to be there the following year and then stuff like that just uh so it's not like a whole culture shock every time I come of like oh my god this place looks so different it's like I want to be in tune with kind of what's going on you know but um came back after the two weeks and it was cold here man yeah, it's freezing bro and it's dark it's out now it's dark it's cold I was just like I mean we're born here. We know it happens every yeah. year, but we complain every year. It's tough, man. It's tough. It's not easy. It's tough. Yeah. And like it's a little depressing. It, uh, here's the thing. You know? We've been going into, uh, you know, the winter months. Yeah. The dark months of the year. <laughs> yeah, the dark ages. Yeah. Probably about, <laughs> let's say, maybe roughly seven or eight months out of the year is typically pretty cold, pretty yeah, dark. Yeah. Right. Or rainy or snowy. You know, we, we maybe get about four months maybe maybe four months i'll give you four I'll of you four. good weather yeah. or of like uh let's call it a season that's not 
super cold. Yeah. Like, you know, shorts and t-shirt weather, let's call Maybe it. five, maybe May to September. Yeah. We want to be generous. Yeah, know? totally. Sometimes. So it just makes it a lot harder to, like, stay motivated, you yeah, know? Seasonal does. depression, I think, is, like, a huge thing. It's a, it's something that, you know, maybe subconsciously you don't really know. Yeah. But after the last few years, especially during COVID, mm-hmm. you realize this is a real thing. So how do you... Oh, especially coming back That's from like such question. a great time. Like how do yeah. you deal with that kind of stuff? Leaving the home, man. Like I think, uh, I want to say maybe last year, the year before that, like I was, there was no expectation to come in the office at all. Yeah. So like I didn't go in the office at all. So, but if you live on your own and you're just working remotely the whole time, you have a gym in your condo, you have Uber Eats and you have access to all that stuff. When are you leaving your place in the, in the winter? Yeah. You have no reason to actually really leave your Barely. Home. So you kind of need to force yourself to have a reason to go out every day. For people that have dogs, like that's your reason. You have to go yep. out every single day. Or if you don't work remotely, you have to go out every single day. For me, it's like, let me do boxing after work or let me go in the office like two to three days a week. Let me come to you for the podcast. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I know you're staying at I'm home, staying here. I'm like- It helps me because I'm going somewhere. No, for, for sure. It's the for first sure. time I left my home today was to come see you. Totally. So, you know? Um, I think that's what helps is me just getting outside my home and then just trying to see friends and family as much as you can. Yeah. You know? so keeping the mental like top of mind. You know yeah. what I mean? What about you? Uh, to be honest, man, like it's you haven't figured it out. Yet. I haven't totally <laughs> figured it out, but I kind of get into these like rhythms where like in summertime it's, I'm so active and yep. so busy and stuff like that. Uh, during the winter months, like I get, you know, very cooped up and like yeah. focused just on like on work and making sure that like, you know, I can stay inside as much as possible. So like basically yeah, yeah. the opposite of what you said, True. but True. I, t- not in a good way though. So I, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think recently I've realized that like, I'm gonna need to switch it up this year. I'm gonna need to do something different. So like, whether that's, you know, to your point, yeah. getting out there, like I did groceries this morning There you go. or, you know, even if it's just mundane stuff, like cleaning, stuff, cleaning the place yeah, or like yeah, yeah. taking the garbage out or yeah. like forcing yourself to go on a walk. I think it's like super important this time of year. Yeah. Um, Joining the Brody league in January. Uh, no, I'm not <laughs> I want to bro. I want to, but I'm already tied up with another league. Yeah. But, I mean, at least you're doing something, right? You're doing Definitely. that will help as well. Definitely. Yeah, you, know? you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's about basketball, you know, staying active, keeping the mental afloat. Yeah. Um, and kind of like working by any means necessary to make sure that's like a number one priority because I find that like Canada just gets like so dark and depressing so fast. Bro, when it's 5 p.m. and dark, it does something to you. Totally. Like, I don't know the science behind it. I haven't seen any studies, but it does something. Man. Yeah. You feel like you don't want to leave the home. You feel a little depressed sometimes. Yeah. You know? And it's like. You got to get 30 man, minutes on the bike every day. That's, know, a, that's the thing. Man, it's rough. Stay active. That's every year. We have to do our little weather report. Yes, I think sir. that was a good check-in actually as well. Um, bro, welcome we, home. Welcome. Yeah, I'll say that officially. Back. Welcome back. Good to be back. We have a lot. Yep. A lot has happened in a month. Definitely. We couldn't possibly talk about everything, right? But we threw a few highlights. Yep. Um, something that even just happened, you know, we can talk about this very quickly, but last week, Andre 3000... One half about cast, amazing rapper, amazing duo, amazing artist. He announced that he's releasing a new album. Yeah, and at first I was like, okay, let's yo, get it. I was like, say, like, unreal. <laughs> but it's funny. I don't, I don't, I don't remember the name of the album, but he has a disclaimer on it that says, "Warning: No bars." 
there's no rapping on this album. Okay. And he wants people to know that so that they're not, there's no like bait and switch type of thing. You don't feel like. Yeah, he's, pre, he's managing. He's managing expectations. And this that. album is eight songs, about an hour and a half. The first track is 12 minutes. <laughs> right. And it's, instru- it's just instruments. It's mainly him and his flute, kind of the prominent instrument. But That's very interesting. It's kind of just like background music. I, maybe I shouldn't call it that. Maybe that's a little, you know, uh, offensive. But that's kind of the vibe I get from it. It's like elevator music. Yeah. You or know? like, yeah, like uh, music to study to maybe. Yeah, like you know? like a lo-fi, lo-fi type beats, of lo-fi yeah. chill beats yeah. kind of thing. But not as dope because there's no 808s or nothing. It's sure. just like you know, it's flutes. just flute music. <laughs> I've never heard flute just exclusively flute music before. <laughs> I'm excited. You gonna check it out? Absolutely. Sure. You know, okay. I think as I work, like yeah, I yeah. like to listen to like chill beats, something like super easy. Yeah. Um, listen to a bit of classical music lately as well. Right. So like this seems like it's right up my alley for, you know, my manager said the same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like for him, like, it's like a, it calms him down this album. Like yeah. he doesn't actually know what track he likes or whatnot, but it's like, is it out? Play in the background. Yeah. It came oh, out okay. on Friday. Okay. I need to, I need yeah, to check it out. Check I it out. Even, I didn't realize it was out. My question for you. So is there an artist that you're kind of waiting for an album from? Oh man, where an artist uh, that you'd love to see one more album from? I definitely want to see, and like I know he just released an album, but like Lil Uzi, oh, re- uh, really, really, you know, okay. he keeps like teasing the Love Is Rage three <laughs> on his uh, Instagram. So I'm like, that to me would be pretty dope. That would yeah, like yeah. Uh, be unreal. But it's like if I if you'll ask me like who a, like a artist who had like to hear a little bit less from Drake, uh, yeah. maybe, <laughs> but we can get into that drop another ep i know, know just uh, another six tracks for you why not yeah not a big <laughs> fan not a huge fan and one thing that i didn't like about for all the dogs with, uh, well no i'm not even gonna get into that oh. it's like so on friday it was like the raptors like first the like, in-season tournament game right yep yep and that court was fresh man. He, yeah it looked unreal it looked sick yeah um but drake was just sitting courtside you know, video, they threw yeah. him on the mic and he was just like saying something about the coach. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's not Nick Nurse. Yeah, I haven't been here in a while. Like, you know, what I mean? and I'm like, damn, dude, like that's just like I know you're just like kind of like fucking around like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. my shit. It's my show. But a lot of people like look to you as like a an icon of the city and to yeah. be like, oh, yeah, I'm just showing you up. To, games. Yeah, 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 I'm here to do you guys a favor by being here is like probably the last kind of bit of attitude that i wanted to hear from a guy like that isn't he like the ambassador one of the ambassadors yeah of the team? is that an official okay I mean, yeah it's kind of weird but i'm just like i don't know that comment <laughs> kind of threw me off because i'm like we do a You're lot like, to on, like man. try and like bring him into the space but i don't yeah, know i'm not yeah. this is not my commentary to give it is kind of funny how like cameras on him like obviously he's a big huge artist he's the yeah. biggest artist in the world you could say but like it's funny just how like when he shows up he becomes part of the social content for like the Raptors and the NBA. Yeah, totally. It's like a video of him. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not just doing like anything. Doing just anything. Sitting there. It's kind of like the Taylor Swift thing. We totally. About, you know, yeah, it just like, overtakes like, the actual game itself. Yeah. And guess what? We Why fucking lost it? that game too. So, yeah, so I was like, great. Yeah, you know. Um, what else is coming up? Black Friday yes, approaching sir. this Friday. Let's go. Well, I, the way Black Friday works, it's really the month. I don't know if you've been yeah, getting yeah. emails and stuff like free, that. There's but free <laughs> Black Friday or Black Friday in April. Or there's uh, there's yeah, always something. There's always something. Always something. Yeah, yeah. You buying anything or what's your Black Friday kind of motive? Christmas shopping about to go crazy. You no, go. <laughs> I got no money for Christmas. Yeah. Brother. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're getting a hug, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
insane, bro. Damn. Uh, no, it's, it's nothing really, man. Like, it's just that time of year where I'm like, I don't need to be spending my money on, like, stupid shit. Like, I want to go on, like, a trip or something yeah. like that in yeah. February. Like, maybe do a Jamaica trip. I don't know. Yeah, I was looking up flights and stuff last, like, on, I think, Saturday night or something. I'm like, I need this, dude. Like, yeah. I need somewhere to go. Like, somewhere nice and warm. You yeah. know what I mean? Bro, my prediction is that it's going to be the lowest Black Friday in a while. Probably. Yeah. Well, it's no like, one has any money, man. No one what has cash, dude. <laughs> Like, what are we... Yeah, it's like, do I buy a new fucking Nintendo Switch or yeah. do I get groceries for the week? Like, Literally, you know I mean? man. Like, how many more TVs do people need at this point? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... I think stuff like this... Yeah, definitely... do I buy a new Nintendo Switch or groceries? That's yeah, a delayed laugh, but that's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean, though? Because it, it, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. And, like, I saw this on <laughs> uh, on TikTok. I talked to you before, that, uh, before all this, but... Uh, there's this guy he was he made a post and he's like when is it gonna come get to a point where like people just like can't buy shit anymore he's like yeah. everything is just raising in prices everything is just getting crazy yeah. even grow like groceries are nuts housing is crazy yeah. like you know there's a lot of people Going who already eat. can't actually afford shit so i'm like i'm not talking about those people i'm talking to like you know people who actually have like decent you know cash flow coming decent in every income, single yeah. week those people are now starting to be affected by this and i'm not condoning either way yeah but this is gonna affect like i don't know a lot of people so yeah, whenever yeah, i see yeah. like black friday and like sales coming in i'm like it's just, just continuous face, continuous consumerism, consumerism is just uh is nuts man yeah it's, it's crazy we're gonna yeah i don't know when we reach that point we're very close if not already there but i think it's at the point already where no matter what like of all your the people in your friend group, they earn different levels of income. But I think the constant is that no one is like perfectly fine. Yeah, like no one's <laughs> like, oh yeah, like no, I'm good. Like I'm saving towards no one. Uh, unless you're like you have generational wealth if or you're like you're rich or something like four hundred k a year yeah, or something. That's like different. you're you're good. Yeah, but reasonably, like people in our age group, for the most part, like everyone is having some sort of issue with saving or finances or whatever it Huge, is so yeah, we're at so. that point now it's only going to get worse unfortunately yeah yeah my prediction black friday will be the lowest in a very long time if not ever but totally um we'll see kind of how that how that goes uh jumping back to music yep. grammy nominations i didn't want to go through all the nominations i think we can you know talk about best rap album category because we've talked about some of these albums already uh, but we have utopia by travis scott King's Disease 3 by Nas, Michael by Killer Mike, Her Loss by Your Favorite Drake and 21 Savage, and then Heroes and Villains by Metro Boomin. Not a bad lineup here. Yeah. I'm not looking at this being like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, this year has kind of been a little Yeah, it's, it's been okay. I'm yeah. surprised the Gunna album's not on here, to be honest. That one Very was, surprised. That one was pretty good. Yeah. Um, Who's your pick? Uh, you know, I didn't listen to... King's Disease 3 or Michael. I heard Michael's really good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, probably got to go Heroes and Villains. Uh, my pick. I think I, I think I got to go with that one. Yeah, that's like, pick. That had a ton of really great songs produced really well. Yeah. Um, I re-listened to Utopia uh, this last weekend, it's actually, good, randomly. Yeah. It's, not, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Uh, or it's not as bad as I... <laughs> it was initially. As it was initially to okay. me. Yeah. But I, did, I still didn't really like it. I, I, yeah, I haven't I, gotten back to it. Yeah, no. I I like the song "Thank God." Like that's a good song. Okay. It's like the second one on the album, and yeah. there's like a couple more in there. Where I'm like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, but I don't know. To me, it just kind of lacked a lot. It had yeah. everything. Like it had the promo. It had like the 
the hype. It had the visuals. Yeah. Everything basically it's but the, the delivery features, of the album. It's got the yeah. production. Yeah, I think I listened to like uh, I Know or Her Eyes, like uh, maybe a, like three songs on there. Um, I So my favorite out of this list is Heroes and Villains, but I don't think it's going to win. Yeah. I think it will probably be Michael. I yeah. They're going to give it to a guy like Killer Mike. Yeah, that'd be know? sick. I think he's dope. Yeah. Well, very well deserving. Drake's not winning this. I don't um, think so. No. Yeah. He disrespects the Grammys too much for them to like, you know? Yeah. Um, but we'll see, man. The Grammys comes in February, I think, next year. So yeah. we'll do our little recap when that happens. Yes, sir. All right, let's keep moving. Grand Theft Auto. This is. Oh, man. This crazy. means a lot. This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy, man. Grand Theft Auto 6 is finally being announced after 10 years. Well, is it Grand Theft Auto 6? Oh, what would it be? Because I, I read the post. Because oh, I saw Rockstar make oh, the shit. post. Oh, shit. And they're saying, okay. we're, gonna, we're announcing the next Grand Theft Auto. You're right. And uh, you know, the trailer's coming out in like the December 2024. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's, I immediately thought GTA 6. I'm like, yeah. what if it's not? What would it be? What if it's like um, like, a, like new... a Vice City Stories kind uh, of thing or like a... a Grand Spin Theft Auto 5. Yeah, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 5.7. Yeah, yeah like, something like that. So until I see it, yeah, I I'm not going to believe it. But it. if it is GTA 6, yeah. that's going to be crazy. Hype. That's going to be unreal. I've never seen someone milk something for so long yeah. in any industry. Totally. Like, it's an amazing game. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But Five like, is an amazing game, but 10 years on one game is actually insane. That's uh, wild, man. Yeah. It's, it's wild. But like... <laughs> The thing is, what I actually really appreciate about that compared yeah. to a lot of other games right. now that have like series to them is that they just modified the game yeah. as it was yep. and you just pay for DLC. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Right. You didn't have to buy a new game like uh, like FIFA or 2K, Hate NHL, that. Sports games. or you just buy the same game basically every single year and there's not really that much difference. No, they the, figured out a perfect formula. Yeah, it's yeah. a great formula for it. And yeah. it, like, keeps people engaged. It's like, yes, it's out for 10 years. Mm -hmm. But, like, the difference between, like, NHL, you know, 2013 versus NHL 23, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, kind of isn't that big a difference. Other which is, like, yeah. other than rosters and maybe some graphics and stuff like that. But yeah, it's not yeah. really that different. No. Um, but... Think about that though. It's, you know, if it's coming out in 2024 or Grand Theft Auto 5 was released in 20, uh, 2013. Yeah, 2013. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was, you know, almost yeah, 11, 11 years. And almost, it might be 2025. Yeah, totally. Well, totally. So, yeah. Imagine that. I remember getting it. I got it on my Xbox 360. Yeah. Isn't oh, that, yeah. I got it on 360. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it, yeah. Basically, it survived three And then I have it on PS5 as well. Yeah. So, like, I've given them so much money already, just, you know. Um, and people still play it. That's the crazy. Totally, thing. it's a, got a huge, huge network of people you know? playing. So from like a consumer standpoint, I'm like, I want a new game. But then I also, I get it from their standpoint of like, you guys are still playing the game that we released, and we're still putting new stuff in. So why would we rush to put out a new game? Totally, you know what I mean. But one of the what most, it is, man, definitely one of the most coveted titles. Like, it's going to be an amazing game. Like, it's not going to be bad. No, you know what I mean? No, like. No, no. Rockstar, and you're gonna be like, playing that for another twenty years. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. coming out when you know the next version will come out when like the <laughs> PS9 comes out or something. Bro, shit. it's gonna be around for a minute. So yeah. get used to that game. You yeah. better like it. You know, big time. Um, let's keep moving here. Snoop Dogg is on some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know if you saw the initial post, but it was like last week he announced that he's quitting smoke. Those I were the words he used. I knew there was something you knew it, right? fishy about that, I man. Knew it. I, I knew, knew it. there was something fishy about that. He went viral. All the blogs picked it up. Celebrities were commenting on it. Like, there's no way Snoop Dogg is going to stop smoking weed. This is his whole brand for the last 30 years, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, and when it said quitting smoke, I'm like, those words are interesting. What I thought it was going to be was he was going to come out with, like, a, a new product that, like, a vaporizer or something like that. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Edibles um, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, edibles yeah. or something like that. But it turns out he, re- he revealed today he's doing a partnership with a smokeless fire pit brand. Yeah. It's a little underwhelming. What do you think? Uh, I think it's great marketing. It's I'll great marketing. I'll say that. Yeah. Like, uh, definitely super hyped up. Everyone was, like, commenting oh. on us. This is, like, gonna, whether or not you agree with, like, the product on the other side, I think is a different story. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I will say the idea of, you know, thinking about how you can create like a, a headline like that, that Thumb is going to like, that everyone is just going to like pick up and like comment on or think about, or, you know, it just goes to show the, a really interesting and smart way to like, it, like tell a story about a new product without directly hinting at it. Yeah. Um, as simply as it would be for like a you know a regular product out there like an iphone 15 or whatever yeah, rat, like yeah. you know what i mean it's like how do you do that for a pro i don't know but it, like it's just very interesting to like it's, see yeah. that come to life from uh his pers- like yeah with him being involved i should say i feel like that bag must have been in- enormous for totally. like, him to go against like his whole brand in a way and like make a couple Instagram posts where he seemed like depressed and he's like, today is harder than yesterday. Like he was really playing the role of like, I'm going through withdrawal, withdrawals or something like that. Yeah. But I'm just like, yeah, we'll see kind of what happens. I feel like this is probably something he's like heavily invested in. Yeah. Like not just like a partner. He's probably like, he probably has a like, co-founder or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Um, smokeless fire pit. I don't really, I, I'm here or there about it. I don't really. I think it'd be pretty like kind of cool. Probably it'd be really great for people who, you know, lived in Toronto or something like that, or have like a, a house or a backyard. So like the one percent of people, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for people to have that in their backyards, because like I know that like smoke is a, an issue. You know, when you're in close quarters with other people, yeah, yeah, seems like it'd be actually like really practical for a lot of people in like condensed spaces. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, not for me with my Juliet balcony, so maybe. Yeah, definitely know, maybe not on mine either. Not for, yeah, definitely not on mine either. But I feel like it's a really interesting, definitely interesting. way. Super smart marketing. Yeah. Um, it's one of those campaigns where I'm like, oh, I actually can't like hate on it because it no, like did yeah, what it was yeah, supposed yeah. to do in a non corny way. Yeah. Like if you're gonna tease something, yeah, you're gonna advertise something, then, and you have a huge budget, yeah, like this is like a really nice and subtle way. I feel like, um advertising marketing now is just all about like shoving something in your face yeah this is actually really interesting sneaky way at it that i actually really do appreciate it's like really it's smart. pretty cool yeah, yeah it's smart i bet there's gonna be like a super bowl placement or something like that something like you that know what i mean yeah um, it kind of reminds me of like the tide ad like remember like the like the super bowl ad where it was like there's like a stain on this guy's shirt during yeah. the super bowl or whatever and just right. kept getting bigger and then 
eventually it was just like, oh, this is just a Tide ad sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. That was like, <laughs> but like it's stuff like that where you're like, oh, actually that's cool. Like I'm noticing this, but I don't really know what it is. Yeah. It's part of the bigger show. It's not like a standalone ad. It's yeah. like part of the thing that I'm watching in authentic and real way. Yeah. I feel like this followed going to be like a series related to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple ads and and all of that. Follows a really similar kind of formula for success. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Snoop Dogg, man. He's got the internet talking always, right? Um, This next one is a little dystopian, a little, you know. This is a weird one, bro. (laughs) This one was crazy. So it's called the AI Humane Pin um, (sighs) by a company called Humane AI. And let me just read a quote of like how they introduced this on the website. The humane AI pin is a new type of standalone device with a software platform that harnesses the power of AI to enable an innovative personal computing experiences. Malik, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. It's like, can I get a, can I get an AI to translate (laughs) that for me? Jesus. Like, what does that mean? So you keep reading down. um, And basically what it is, like I'll explain my understanding of it is it's a pin that you put on your clothing um, not too, I mean, people probably can't really see, not too big, uh, maybe like three inches by three inches yeah, or something yeah. like that. Tiny. Tiny, right? Uh, it has a, a camera on it and you can basically ask it any question you could ask chat GPT. So you can be like, can you tell me what the weather is today? Can you set up my calendar? What has all that integration, right? Um, it has a camera as well. So you can just tap it and it'll take a picture of whatever it's in its view, you can hold something in front of it and be like, you know, how many, how how much protein is in this meal? And then it'll scan based on image recognition and all of that. It can play music. You can be like, yo, play a song and only you can hear it because of some sort of tech on how they've done that. So a lot of the things that you can do on an Apple watch as well as on a phone, but now it's in a pin. It retails at $6.99 with a $24 per month subscription to enable, to give you data for like phone calling and stuff like that, to give you a title music subscription so they can play music. And then um, ChatGPT has a subscription service attached to it as well. So $6.99, $24 a month, gets you a little pin on your clothing. And they're really trying to brand this as like, it's gonna replace the need for like your phone that much. Because another thing it can do is it can like scan or not scan, it can project a screen on your hand. So like if you want to see the time, it will project that on your hand if you hold your hand up in front of the pin. Yeah. The way they're kind of branding it, they want it to feel like that. I don't know if you've seen the movie Her. Okay. It's when the AI assistants are basically like one-to-one with people. So like as you go through life, your AI assistant is like helping you every step of the way. Right. I think it's way too soon for all of that, number one. Um, and then number two, like with that intro that I kind of read, they're, they're not really positioning this in a way for people to understand. Like I had to really dig deep into like, what is the like, functionality is of this? Like, what is it? Yeah. What do you think when you initially kind of well, hear this? Or? I think these are all things that we are actually already have access to. Yeah, I think it just does it in a, in a more condensed way. Yeah. So do I think that it's uh, maybe a smart innovation on how we leverage technology in our everyday lives? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think we've already gone too far with this stuff. Though. You know what I mean? <laughs> like even with phones and yeah, everything, yeah. it's like, you know, it's just inter- quickly integrating into like your 
experience of like being a human being yeah all the way from like your the way that you your brain works and like now seemingly like getting into like your senses a little bit more i think once ai starts to get into like your senses is when technology is going to get in your senses that's like when things are going to get really really crazy yeah um even more than they already are but i think this probably is a little bit early for technology like this, just from like a consumer standpoint. Like, I don't yeah. think this is the type, especially if you don't understand it. Yeah. Um, I think this is like, yeah, way too soon to integrate something yeah. like this. Like it, it's just not commercial enough. Like AI is way too new yeah, yeah. for then now people to like get products exclusively to do with AI, unless you're like a tech wizard or something like that. Like, I don't yeah. think this is like, everyday person type oh, no. material as of yet yeah should it be or can it be definitely i just think we're too early on in the process yeah um but like what problems does it solve i mean it's just basically like enabling your cell phone it's just like fragmenting your cell phone in different areas of yeah, like your human device. experience you yeah. know what i mean where it's like if you have a you know a screen popping up on your hand yeah it's no different than holding a phone it just feels differently because like one's like a physical object versus one is a screen yeah you know taking photos of something like this is stuff that we already actually do all the time on our phones yeah it just helps create a different experience there's probably going to be something to do like the music thing is crazy like directional audio yeah yeah, that's that's pretty pretty insane to me you know what i mean so i i don't think this actually like solves any problems it just makes like the technology experience of what what it's like today just more streamlined and more efficient in like how people leverage it every single day because yeah. we already have if i say google turn tell me what the weather is it's probably gonna like turn it on right now yeah true, well, but true. i can also ask siri anything or i can you know text you know it, it's just i can communicate with people i just feel yeah, like yeah. we're already doing all this stuff i don't think this solves any problems no, it just makes no. it easier for people to like use technology in their everyday lives which i think is probably the problem it solves of like you don't have to pull your phone out anymore because you can just kind of it saves you time right yeah it saves you time if anything um but i don't know man like you you kind of touched on how it's not really for the regular consumers quite yet i think they probably want it to be obviously definitely releasing a new product but to look into the marketing of it man i watched their initial kind of intro videos two people that used to work on the iphone so they used to work at apple and then they left and they found this new company uh, I think they're husband and wife. Um, but in the video, they just seem so robotic. Yeah. And the way they're explaining it. Maybe they were AI. You know, they might, yeah, they they might be yeah, they AI. Straight up might be AI. But they're talking about things like um, the pixels of the camera and, you know, the different colors it comes with before saying, like, how this is going to, like, improve my life. And I think that disconnect was just so apparent of, like, Yo, people buy tech because not because of like the specifications of it and like the features they buy it because it's like going to help an area in their life. Yeah, it enhances like their livelihood. Yeah. So I thought they would lean into the fact that like you don't need to grab your phone to take a picture. You can just tap your chest like yeah. shit like that, that they just weren't communicating. I'm like something's missing in like the marketing here. Maybe this is on purpose. I don't know. But. Yeah, it's, it feels like it's speaking too specifically to yeah, tech people. To tech people. But which 
in could, fairness, might be the, yeah, in fairness, is the probably approach. the best way that you can do this right now. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, because unless my mom is gonna buy something like this, it's probably not working. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm like that's a good test. Yeah. But my parents use this. If that's not, a good test, man. Yeah. Can you explain this to your mom? Yeah. Exactly. Will she get it? Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Probably right. not. You know what I mean? No. I can barely, you know, explain how to the use phone. a cell phone <laughs> to my mom. I love my mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Not the, the biggest tech wizard, but that's what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah. But th- um, I, I, I feel like this kind of stuff is, um, yeah, like to, I think you really nailed it. There's no direct payoff as to how this makes my life better. I have to find that part. I have to, I have to and dig I, to find yeah. that. Like it looks nice. The branding is cool and all that. But even practically, like I feel like this thing is not really going to sit on your shirt properly. It's probably going to fall a little bit. When you're taking a picture, like you don't really know where the lens is facing. Yeah. So like, you know, it's all this accessibility stuff too that I'm like, I don't know if you guys have figured that out, but one of the other pieces, smart. yeah. Well, Absolutely. one of the other pieces that I think is like really important is that we just keep moving forward into this like yeah, yeah. hybrid human experience to technology world. Like hybrid I bet in like a hundred years from now, we're gonna look back and be like, damn, they were just getting started here. Like that's crazy. Uh, actually, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um but like I don't know. I feel like we don't we don't need this. No, you know what I mean, no, we don't no. need more technology. We don't need more ways to use a phone. Like I think I don't know. It's it's kind of like an in, well, maybe we do, maybe we don't. I I just feel like it might be a, a very strange integration into like the what it's like to be a person. I think we're like slowly but very quickly getting into a different area of what it's like to be a person. But also like one of the biggest things is like, I'd say like if this can be solved through this, that'd be really interesting. But like privacy, data privacy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Information security and all that kind of stuff. Like why do I need more pieces that's going to like give access to my living experience to As if it's Some not type watching. Of, yeah. like it has a lens and it's facing forward. Yeah. And it's listening all the time. Yeah. Like there's some database so that I have no idea where it connects to. It's yeah, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think we need more of that kind of situation, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, what's the next layer of that? They know what your entire day looks like. They sell that to advertisers and then it's like, boom. Yeah. They know where to get you, right? Exactly. So, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen right now. Yeah, but even more so when it can be on you is like a whole other Yeah, it's yeah, it's a know? different it's a diff- it brings it closer to home. Like 100%. no pun intended. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll see how this goes. I mean, seven hundred dollars is pretty steep. Twenty four dollars a month on top of that mandatory is like yeah it's also like no yeah like fuck (laughs) that shit dude no way build that shit into the initial price like why am i paying every month yeah but um humane ai well is they've just started so we'll kind of see how that takes off and pre-orders start now and then i think it comes out in uh 2024 but Maybe we'll, we'll get one. Maybe, yeah. Hey, <laughs> send, one. send it over here and I'll give it a demo. But damn, like, yeah. that's a little weird. Let's, um, let's move on, man. Yeah, let's move on. This is one that like we've talked about, I think, a couple of times on the podcast. But it's like all around like brands. And what I mean by brands is like brands that don't have anything to do with like clothing or retail. Um, yeah. Getting into that space. Um, so I started noticing this kind of stuff. And I'll get into like what this means, but it's like, let's say like KFC makes like 
uh, a limited edition merch or McDonald's, you know, drops, you know, McDonald's branded Crocs or, you know, Tim Hortons comes up with like this new, you know, uh, let's call it like clothing line that's yeah, supposed yeah. to represent like different coffees that they have. Always fresh. Yeah, yeah. Mm, so, so that's, not oh, bro. that's not bad. Bro, they're getting you, bro. They're getting you. <laughs> but it's like, I started noticing this stuff probably maybe like under 10 years ago. I remember like at John Street when yeah. we were working there, like no froze. somebody came out with something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like that's kind of interesting. And then everybody's just kind of started at least done it before. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, so like what frustrates me about this situation is one, it, it takes me back to like the, the consumer that they're trying to target with something like this. Mm -hmm. Um, and to go a, a layer deeper, it's like, I find that often, you know, I saw a very recent campaign with like ruffles. They did like a mm -hmm. campaign with the Raptors and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, where they did like this limited edition jacket, you know, designed by like a BIPOC creator or whatever. And they did this whole campaign around it. And I'm not yeah. just going to talk about that specifically, but I feel like brands do this kind of stuff to like tap into a culture that like they're not part of, but then like say that they can be. Yeah, so yeah. I find it, it's a really interesting situation because I think a lot of brands, like the first ones who did it were like, oh, we have this great idea. We're going to like make like co-branded, uh, clothing so that everyone's gonna buy it and it's gonna like look really dope because we're like two iconic brands. You'll hear iconic like right. so much in marketing now. Right. Or, like right. no one thinks it's iconic except you guys. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Like why? Uh, what I asked you is like why is this like suddenly like a big thing? Like so this to me feels like a, a checkbox. And then second question is is this like the corporate version of trying to tap into culture? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah um what would you yeah i'm trying to think of like i always kind of wondered to take this back to like i remember even with the no frills example at john street right like the haulers yeah streetwear like long sleeves with the kind of like off-white type of yeah. styling is kind of what they were going yeah. for i was always kind of just like is this like just for the brand to flex or do they actually expect revenue from it yeah and I, like, I, I, I've never seen anybody wear any never, of that shit. You'll never, man, for the most part, right? Like, you're not going to see somebody wear KFC's streetwear clothing yeah. or whatever. Like, no one in that actual culture. No. No man. one who's, like, a sneakerhead or yeah. no one who's, like, a hype beast or someone who's, like, connected to, like, yeah. new stuff coming out yeah. by, like, notable brands is, like, looking at shit like this being, like, Oh damn! Yeah, I'm gonna pull up to this thing wearing my fucking the grimmest yeah. fucking Air Forces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like no one. I've I've never seen that shit in real life before. Yeah. Like Tim Hortons came out with a campaign that was like, oh, uh, we're we designed this new clothing line based on these coffees that we have, and like yeah. it's all these like you know the the ads are all like you I know stylish like black people or like young like cool people like yeah, you know yeah. how do we tap into urban yeah. culture yeah right but i'm like now. none of these people buy shit from tim hortons yeah. and then secondly like no one is going to be wearing this yeah. no one like is like has like that much of like a, an attachment to like a coffee brand yeah that also is attached to like street that is yeah like, you know. but like marketers like always push themselves and say like oh yeah like we're we're in on it we're we've created this like yeah. authentic cool collaboration by tapping into the expertise of a, 
a BIPOC designer and yeah, yeah. you know, like that person's getting a check. Is it, is it, this maybe is an incorrect label, but is it brand arrogance in a way almost of like, I'm such a big hashtag iconic brand that how do I not have like a, you know, clothing or something like that. And, and I think it's also like a bit of the follow the leader. Like if McDonald's does it first or whoever does it first, it's like Tim Hortons is like, oh, like now we, we have something. Yeah, now we need to KFC, do KFC, why don't, okay, if they both have something, why don't we have something? We're iconic as well. We're in that same boat. And then it's just like, you get to a point where the marketer doesn't know why they're doing it anymore. Yeah. Like they're doing it because other people are doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's true at all. It's just that I can just speak to the fact that I don't see anybody wearing these clothes. Yeah, like, you know. Nobody wears this shit. No. And where I think it works is where the brand isn't... I think it depends on the brand. So Definitely the depends. Bagels example. Yeah. Those shoes are like a collector's item. Yeah, like yeah, street, yeah. Like people in the streetwear love those shoes. Totally. If they were KFC... Would they care as much? Probably not. Probably it's not, not cool to wear KFC like shoes. The fast food KFC. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing attached to it. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Like what? It's funny to break that down why, because it's like know? why? Yeah. Like, why does it work for some and not others? Yeah. It's like well, one, I would say like in the bagel example, mm-hmm. that place I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I know it, yeah, it's the. Yeah, you know, I know exactly what company it is. Yeah, yeah. Like that's it's not like a hidden gem. But it's like that it's on the line of like, yeah 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 that is like a an iconic non corporate like cool yep, yep. staple for a specific culture culture yeah. being Montrealers right right right, right. Um, identity wrapped yeah there's like there's yeah. like truth in it there's like there's authenticity in it there's yeah. like oh yeah I fuck with that place kind of vibe yeah you know what I mean everybody knows it because it, and it doesn't advertise no, it doesn't no. push itself others it's like the product's good people fuck with it everyone loves our bagels yeah you That's come to it. montreal you get the bagels you get the bagels. You know, you know type of thing exactly you know? yeah. exactly and it's mcdonald's not, doesn't belong to anywhere yeah it's everywhere exactly you know so it's like totally yeah and it's no disrespect to the brand no at all it's it's yeah. no disrespect to the brand it's just like where i have a problem is when suddenly these brands are just coming in and steamrolling their way in saying oh you know now we're in on culture it's like you guys don't know shit about culture actually like you guys had to approve this design if you have to approve this design you're not in on the culture yeah you know what i mean if you need to make sure your brand is well represented in a way that you know the logo shining somewhere like it's not it's not, not necessary. Yeah, you just not, don't need to do this. Exactly. Yeah. Cause it's funny because like you'll go to certain I remember going to this dope sushi spot in uh or even shout out to our boy Dan. I feel like he was on this pretty early. Yeah. Of like he would get shirts from like certain restaurants where it was like a if you know you know type of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I remember seeing I went to Montreal and I went to this like popular sushi spot. Popular in terms of like within the culture of Montreal. Yeah, like and they have merch that people buy. Yeah. Cause it's kind of cool to rep that. Like, again, I'm using like underground, like, you know, yeah. underground type of thing. Totally. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I just remember Dan always kind of being on top of that, you know, yeah, shows the like, damn man. there's I a sense of Dan. pride of like having maybe some skyline diner. Yeah. Yeah. Shirt, I have a skyline know? shirt. You have one of those. Yeah. Okay. But you're not going to wear a McDonald's shirt. Cause like, who the fuck are you? It's like, funny. Cause I you? also kind of do wear Don's and I, uh, in, in and around the house, I have a lot of Don stuff, but in, true, true, in and around yeah, the house, yeah, yeah, so stuff yeah. that I got over the years from working yeah. on it, but Very yeah, different, you know? yeah, it's a, it's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. so I think yeah. the formula there is like you know a collaboration with like two established brands, but like 
one of them needs to be at very least like connected to like this like not underground yeah. real like actually connection to culture and realness yeah and i don't think corporate brands can pull that off I as don't. well yeah if unless it's example, like like i'd love for someone to tell us unless it's like extremely extremely like out there and random you yeah, know what i mean yeah, yeah. like in almost like the more niche you can get the better it is what's an do you have an example like if like fucking like xerox or something <laughs> xerox, like that did xerox. a partnership with supreme <laughs> or something like that you know what yeah, i mean yeah, it maybe. did something like that and just maybe. made something hilarious you yeah. know what i mean i think white the, shoes. yeah 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 <laughs> like there's something like that that would be kind of jokes you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? but it's right. like it's cool when like they do it, but when yeah, like you, yeah, it's a problem when I do it. Yeah, <laughs> but cool. when you do it, it's just like, oh, okay, cool. Another big corporate brand just came in and Trying to get more money thought that they us. did something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, man, we covered a lot. That's episode twenty-eight. We're back. Yeah, we back, man. We had a lot of shit to talk about. We got more. We got a lot more to talk about in the next couple episodes. Yes, but sir. thank you very much for listening. I'm happy that you're back. Happy yes, you had a sir. great time. Yes, sir. Feels good. Um, reminder to everyone that you know winter months at least for those who are in ontario or canada in general uh keep your mental afloat get outside get on the bike for 30 minutes a day if you can less than that whatever it is yeah make sure you stay active and uh stay afloat during these winter months but have a great morning afternoon evening good night peace, peace.